0: You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy.
1: A 2-year-old smokes 40 cigarettes a day and his parents don't have the heart to stop him. <laughs> this is a story that I came across actually a few weeks ago. I wanted to put out there cuz I was just astounded to find out that a toddler's smoking two packs a day. <laughs> So the article goes on to say many smokers pick up the habit of smoking at an early age. Yeah, well, not this early. <laughs> this is a little too early, I would say. Would he come out of the womb smoking a cigarette? Yeah, it was a smoking womb. Hey, there are probably not too many who started as early as this smoker, Rapi Pamunkas. This is an Indonesian two-year-old who apparently started smoking by picking up discarded cigarette butts nearby his mother's market. Which older boys would then light up for him, and now reportedly he's addicted, and he smokes forty cigarettes a day. He so he began smoking butts in the alley. Next to his mother's market, didn't the mother see this? She didn't catch this at an early stage. I mean, how do you miss a two-year-old smoking cigarettes? I mean, how do you not see that? When you hold your t- when you hold your child, and he smells like Marlboro. I mean, like that. You know, red flags is all I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, it shouldn't escape you. Well, I mean, it says that she doesn't have the heart to stop them, But I mean, maybe now. But like, even at the beginning stages, didn't have the heart to stop them but, but soon after starting, <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to lose my mind completely on this story. I just want to, because the way that people parent their kids. Look, at, I don't have kids, so it's who am I to? Who am I to? to critique it, but I still need to critique it because you, you people give way too much power to the kids. It's out, It's outrageous. It's outrageous. I mean, if you listen to Weird AF News, you knew, you know that I was, I was smacked around. I was told to shut the hell up. And I, I'm grateful for it. I mean, I needed that. If I started smoking at one, what do you think would have happened to me? What do you think would have happened to me? <laughs> if I started biting on Tide Pod challenge, on Tide Pods, I mean, that... that I, this is these, this is behavior that comes out of a culture that doesn't hit the kids and, and discipline the kids. You you could argue you shouldn't hit them, John. You look what happened. Look what happens when we don't hit them. They 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 eat Tide Pods. Like what are you talking about? I think th- I think the evidence has now come in on what's been happening when you didn't when you don't severely discipline children. I think the evidence is rolling in and the data is here and I think we know what needs to be done. <laughs> All right, all right. You want to go? You, you want to go toe to toe with me on hitting the kids? Uh, we, that's, a, that's a whole other argument. But let, let let me remove that and say not hitting them. But you need to be very firm, disciplinary with your children. That, that that doesn't come out right. You need to be. You need to be firmly disciplining your children. Whatever. What I mean, you figure it out how to do it. If you don't want to smack them, you got to do something. <laughs> uh, apparently, it, uh this little toddler is... Uh, it's unfortunate. This toddler is this toddler's a, a full-time smoker and addicted. This is so sad. So sad. <laughs> now, Rappy has allegedly been addicted to smoking for over two months. And this article is uh, this a month old. So we're talking three months of addiction here. Oh, man, this is a shame. Apparently, he likes to have coffee with his cigarettes. <laughs> Who's giving a two-year-old coffee and cigarettes? I can't... Uh, oh, I can't. His mother... has admitted to supplying her young son with two packs of cigarettes a day. She says that without them, her son would throw tantrums. Tantrums? Can't handle a tantrum. No, no, I'd rather, you know... I'd rather take 30 years off his life, his lifespan, than have him, you know, kick some dirt. I mean, what the hell? He's been smoking every day for around two months, she says. If I don't give him a cigarette, my child, the child goes berserk. If Rappy doesn't get cigarettes, he cannot sleep. He'll start rampaging and crying. Rappy's parents have attracted some harsh criticism online. Well, good. They're planning to take their child to the doctor in order to help him break the smoking habit. Rappy's habits serve as a warning to parents, the article says. Failure to say no to your kids can quickly spiral out of control. Yes, are you, par- are you parents aware of that? saying no. I know how hard it is. Oh my god. I mean, I've been around so many of my friends and their kids and they won't say no to the kid. They will not say no. It's it's unbelievable. And it's like, well, what what why you know, I asked one of them, "Why don't why, you never say no to your child?" You know, I don't understand. <laughs> and she was like, "Well, you know, I don't want to let them down." And I'm like, "Well, you realize you're ill preparing your kid for a life that's really one big letdown, really? Like let's talk about this for some- a <laughs> second. This is why kids they get into adulthood and they, they they stumble into a depression. They're like, the world isn't so great. The world isn't filled with yeses. <laughs> no, though. No, the world isn't filled with yeses. And hugs. And free shit. It's not. It's not. <laughs> this is why I got a vasectomy, guys. Because I can't. Can you imagine me raising a, Can you imagine me raising a kid? I can't. I, I mean, it would just be. I'd go to prison. I'd go to. The kid would call the cops on me on day four. <laughs> Assuming... A four-day old a four day old could handle a phone. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think about the smoking situation though? I mean, how harsh do you gotta be with your kid? You gotta step up your game here as a parent. You gotta put a put a stop to this. You know? And if it means hitting your kid to make him stop smoking, I think it's worth it. That's just my opinion. But what do you think? Call into Weird AF News. Weigh in on this. Some of you are parents, I'm sure. Although a lot of you are very weird. I hear your call-ins, and in the back of my mind I'm like, whoa, hope this isn't a parent. <laughs> You'll be happy to know that I have an update on the cannabis lobster situation, and I got some more calls in about it, which is great. Uh, (laughs) It's weird. Of all the articles you guys like that resounded with you guys, it was the the marijuana lobster. (laughs) Okay, so officials stop a main restaurant from sedating the lobsters with marijuana. So the government has moved in now. They're like, hey, now, listen, you can't be getting these lobsters high, all right? You got a permit for this cannabis? They probably, they probably took all their cannabis too, this restaurant. I don't know. Let's get into the details though because I'm very curious. State regulators have put a halt to a main restaurant owner's experiment of sedating live lobsters with marijuana smoke before they are cooked, at least for now. Yeah, this is the, these are the same people that I covered the article for last week. Charlotte's legendary lobster pound in Southwest Harbor is getting some of its lobsters high before cooking them. <laughs> uh, the owner, Charlotte Gill, a registered med- medical marijuana caregiver, said Saturday she was working to change her procedure after, quote, a technicality under the main Medical Use Program and a remark that she got from the health department. The main Health Inspector Program was investigating and uh, the state was looking into whether the medical marijuana was being used appropriately because I'm sure... There's nowhere in their rule books that <laughs> talks about getting lobsters high and then serving them to customers. In case you're new to this story, in an experiment, the owner of this restaurant put a lobster in a box with a few inches of water. Marijuana smoke was blown into the box. She claims the lobster was calmer because of this. And uh, she was going to use this as a way to sedate the lobsters before she, served, she killed and served them at the restaurant. Because apparently, some people claim uh it happier lobsters taste better <laughs> uh plus a lot of the lobsters when they were high ate a bunch of like twinkies and uh three musketeers and so they actually tasted better from that angle as well <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> oh man uh now she wrote on her facebook page after the uh the officials had uh, contacted her that as she says, we are completely confident that we'll be able to proceed as planned despite the recent backlash. She says, keep in mind this meat is presently not available at my restaurant. We don't expect it to be for a little while, uh, under the circumstances. However, we will make absolutely sure we have all our ducks, I mean lobsters, in a row. <laughs> The active ingredient marijuana, THC, does not affect the lobster meat, she said. It breaks down at a temperature below the temperature at which lobsters are cooked. So it's impossible for humans to become high off eating a marijuana-sedated lobster. But you will, maybe you'll get high from the happiness that the lobster is imbued with when it's high on marijuana, um, as some of my callers claim to be the case. Uh, Yeah, so that's just an update on the high lobster thing. Uh, I'm waiting to see some other stories about some other animals that are getting high. Like, what's going on with the chickens? What's up with the chicken industry? You know, I hear that they, they live in a terrible condition. Those mass-produced chickens. And that they're destroyed. That they're killed in a very, very... Just... in I was going to say inhumane, but... in chicken way. Is that a word? Did I just make up a word? Guys, I made up a word. Hey! Jonesy's making up words on... Weird AF news. A strip club has been closed down after they discovered that people were using food stamps to buy lap dances and drugs. (laughs) I didn't know food stamps could go so far. I didn't know that. I thought you were only relegated to buying food with the food stamps. That's what I always assumed. I didn't know you could buy other shit with them, including drugs and lap dances. Had I known, I would have applied for some food stamps. (laughs) And I would have drove right to the strip club and had a grand old time. Oh, ecstasy and strippers, ecstasy and strippers, ecstasy and strippers, ecstasy and strippers. That's the theme song to my next birthday party, if you guys want to go. i was <laughs> just playing. Okay, I'm sorry, let's get serious here. Uh, as if, As if, you know, an article about buying lap dances for food stamps... Shouldn't be treated seriously. <laughs> the Ohio Liquor Control Commission revoked the liquor permit of Sharky's Bar. Sharky's Bar, which pronounced in uh, with a and accent, hilarious. Sharky's Bar. Hey, guys, we are going to Sharky's? Hey, meet me at Sharky's Bar. I like Bacati and lap dances at Sharky's Bar. Now, Sharky's is an adult entertainment establishment. Uh... And effective at the close of Business Thursday, investigators revoked the liquor license after they found that food stamps were used to buy lap dances. That was their way of... They couldn't shut it down, apparently. They just, like, revoked the liquor license, which, in a sense, I kind of shut you down anyways. But if you're selling drugs, then you probably don't need to sell liquor, too. You could probably keep going with the... the, Because lap dances and drugs is still a good time. It doesn't have to be lap dances and beer... You know? <laughs> I'm just trying to put... A, I'm just trying to brainstorm some ways in which Shacky's back and continue operating. <laughs> uh, agents began investigating uh, Shacky's in May. Why do I sound like Christopher Walken all of a sudden? I'm going to do the rest of this article as Christopher Walken. Agents began investigating Shacky's in May. <laughs> During the investigation... Agents were able to purchase drugs and lap dances using food stamps. <laughs> Surprisingly, food stamps got you lap dance. <laughs> so, throughout the five month investigation, agents reportedly exchanged. The agents went in with food stamps and were like, let's go undercover and buy. Can you imagine being an agent that did this? I mean, you got to be like, wrap your head around how weird my job is. I host Weird AF News. That's pretty weird. But it ain't as weird as your job being going to a strip club and trying to get lap dances for food stamps. That's crazy. And a job I would like. I would, I'm not going to lie. That would be a cool job. I would be into that. I don't know what they got paid to do that. But just just a free lap dance would be just a, what a grand old time. How was work today, honey? <laughs> How was it? Smell my collar. Uh, throughout the five-month investigation, agents exchanged $2,400 in food stamps to purchase. This is what they bought. Lap dances. <clears throat> Amazing. They bought heroin, fentanyl, carfentanil, cocaine, and methamphetamines. With food stamps? Who do you... Who, who, what? I mean... I'm trying to... I can't even understand how you get food stamps. Why would you want food stamps if you're selling these drugs? What are you going to do with these food stamps? Do you take twice the amount of the street value of the drug in food stamps? And then, and then you're like, okay, let's do it that way. Be like, all right, you want some of this meth? It's 50 bucks cash or 100 in food stamps. Like, is that what's going on? What about the strippers and the lap dances? Like, well, a lap dance. Oh, it's 20 bucks. Or, I mean, if you want to give me 40 in food stamps. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Uh, This is the second adult entertainment establishment liquor permits... That A liquor permit has been revoked by the Liquor Control Commission as a result of an Ohio investigation into food stamp and drug trafficking this year in the Dayton area. The other location, the harem, lost its liquor license last year. Crazy. Crazy. So, I guess in Ohio, man, if you got food stamps, you got yourself some lap dances. Good to know. I have a new Patreon, or patron rather, Jaylene Escobar. Just joined my Patreon over the weekend, and I just want to give Jaylene a big, big shout-out. Lots of love. Uh, Big shout-out from Jonesy. And let you know, Jaylene, I really appreciate that. That was so cool. When I get a new Patreon, I just get so excited. It's just such a... I check the Patreon, I'm like, oh my god, somebody new! Yay! (laughs) I'm up to like 18 now. 18 people. Which is amazing, because I thought I only had nine fans this whole time. So weird. (laughs) I'm high-fiving myself. There you go. So thanks, Jaylene. If you guys want to donate to the Patreon, it's pretty simple. Just go to Patreon com slash weirdafnews. There's a link in the description of the podcast, and uh, you can you know give Jonesy a couple bucks a month uh, towards his uh, coffee and drug uh, addiction. Just kidding. It's just it's coffee. You know, caffeine is a drug technically, and I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm enjoying some great cold brew right now, mm. which is cool. Got some call-ins. Thank you so much, those of you who did call. I want to address the calls. uh, A Floridian called in and said, hey, maybe we're crazy down here because we're so close to the Bermuda Triangle. And maybe you're right. I never considered that. Um, I I didn't, you know, hey, look it, why not? It should be part of the conversation at least. I mean, I'm open to it. (laughs) Uh, And then a a shout out to Philly guy for calling in. And uh, Jay Jay from Sacramento, who's one of my biggest fans. Jay, I did. I covered the story about the guy doing fake balls months and months ago. You got to go back and I thought you listened to my shit, man. I thought you. I thought you were a true weirdo, man. <laughs> I'm just busting your balls, but seriously, no pun intended. Busting your balls. Are your balls real or fake, Jay? Uh, no, seriously, I covered that guy. I mean, I don't know how long ago it was, it was, but I covered the story about the guy who makes f- and sells fake balls for dogs after they get um, their, their balls taken off. Um, and I was just astounded as you were and, and kicking myself in the balls for like, like you know, metaphorically speaking, for not coming up with such an idea because he's made tons of money off it. And, and people, people make money off the dumbest shit. And you're right. I was angry that that fart man uh, was making money off his viral videos, making more money than me. And, and somebody who works really hard at Weird AF News. That guy just, just you know, lets his body do natural flatulence, records it, and then makes a ton of money. That just doesn't seem fair to me. <laughs> hey, if you guys want to call into Weird AF News, I love hearing from you because you guys are weirder than me. If it's just, then it's great. Number 646-450-2012. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com. Reach out on Instagram, at funnyjones. Love that. At funnyjones on Twitter. And comedian Jonesy, one word on Facebook. Love you guys. Hope you have a great week starting today, Monday.
0: Hey Jonesy, Philly guy, what's up? Uh, ain't called in a while, but listen, I was up New England this weekend visiting uh, relatives and Roscoe. That that they did that test with weed with the lobsters with Roscoe well they did it to a whole lot of other lobsters too man because it all backfired Roscoe came out of the water or something next thing you know I seen him on the corner he had a little sign will work for weed and then I said oh man check this shit out I didn't know what it was going on so then I walk down the next block, there's lo- There's lobsters that are hooking, you know what I mean? They're all tricking, trying to get money for weed, you know, and I was like, God
2: damn, man,
0: this shit is crazy. Where am I at now? You made it all clear to me, but they went crazy with that shit. But, wow, well, thanks, man. Peace out.
3: Okay, Mr. Jonesy, I am not the weirdo. The weirdos live in Florida, as you said. I lived in Florida for a hot minute. And after I discovered that the southern part of Florida is actually within the Bermuda Triangle, it explained a lot. It really did. And also the fact that a lot of people decide to live two feet above sea level when we have Gulf storms and Atlantic storms and they're just like, ah, forget about it. I'm just going to live here and not fucking care. I just really just question their mental status. The influx of tourists from Canada. You know, they call them the snowbirds. Um, Interesting. That's a different topic, but Yeah, I think it's the Bermuda Triangle thing, so you might might want to check that out,
2: just saying. What's cracking, Jonesy? This is Jay. What's going on, man? It's Monday morning. I'm listening to your wonderful podcast on my way to work, and as usual, I heard some weird stuff, but, um, bro... Nothing as weird as what it seemed like almost. You missed the obvious with the dude that took his kid to the park to screw. You wonder why the cops arrested him. Like, th- did it say anything about the charges? I mean, I'm wondering, why was he watching? He was watching two kids screw, bro. That's child pornography all kind of shit. Who knows if he wasn't recording it? That makes it on a whole new level. I mean, he got arrested in his car after hours. Were the kids in his car too? Were they screwing in the back of the car? Did they walk off in the park? I mean, what? That is crazy. Man, That's to me is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. <laughs> How the hell do you take? Why? Because why couldn't he just screw him at home? Screw her at home. I mean, that makes no sense to me. Why at the park, bro? That's so shady on so many different levels. And another thing, man. Mr. Fart, bro. Mr. Fart guy. He pissed you off, bro. I can tell. (laughs) The fact that he makes money off the stupidest crap really pisses you off. And I completely feel you, man. Because I heard something the other day that pisses me off. It's going to be kind of long, so I want to tell you this real quick. But, uh. This dude, I heard, makes fake testicles for dogs that get neutered. So, you know, if your dog gets his balls chopped off, this dude makes fake testicles so that instead of your ball, dog having no nuts, he has balls, basically. And it's like, why the fuck would the dog care if it has balls or not? I mean, his shit got chopped off. You know, he's not in a cosmetic... Dogs aren't cosmetic animals, you know, I mean, they're not vain, you know, I mean, I don't really think he cares if he has balls, but my big thing is, this dude is a millionaire now, bro, a millionaire. So many people have bought his fake nuts that he's a freaking millionaire, bro, all because he thought, hmm, let me make fake balls for dogs, bro, now he makes them for Elephants and all kind of crap. I mean, it's just ridiculous, bro. Corner of the market on fake balls because they make them for humans, but not animals. And I guess this dude just—it's oh, ridiculous what people pay for. God, I wish I'd thought of it, man.